in a world filled with intergalactic space battles. Metahuman destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture. Call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Exploded again. <laughs> I felt like I was far enough from it this time that yeah. it didn't affect me. I know. I was... well, uh, since I put up that barricade around us, I feel like we're more safe than we've ever you been. Know, but you never know. You can. You never know what's going to happen in the opener. You never know. <laughs> so how's their things going? Pretty good. Oh, by the way, I'm Larry. Well, I'm Lou. <laughs> Uh, think, huh? What? Sometimes I forget we're doing a podcast. I know. We just, I just like, hanging out right I know, now. I know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we should probably open this podcast. Okay, here we go. I'm opening okay. it up. It's like a box go. of, of goodness. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. Explosion, everybody. <laughs> hey, I'm Luke. <laughs> and I'm Larry. There we go. We got it now. I don't know what's happening half the time. All <laughs> <was> right. Awesome. <laughs> so what's been going on with you? Oh, so much stuff has had, been happening. You know, you know what I did this past week? <laughs> Other than waste space, go on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, ouch. <laughs> All right. I uh, saw Us. Jordan Peele's Us. Oh, the movie, you know, the movie Us. Movie I saw Us together or something. Oh, yeah, no, no, that, been, I like, do that all, all the time. Sort That's of an out-of-body out of experience. Yeah, I saw Us. <laughs> no, I saw Us. The movie Us. <laughs> the movie Us. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw it. And... Um, uh, there, there have been some mixed reviews about this movie. Okay, like uh, I haven't read any reviews of it. I've obviously seen the trailer. I knew it was coming out. Yep. According to the uh, the promo I see all the time on TV, it says yes. it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, well, that probably was the case at one point. <laughs> it is One review in it, 100%. <laughs> I think now it's resting at about 94, so it's pretty close. It's pretty okay. close to 100%. All right. Um, I was so excited to go and see this movie because I am a huge fan of Get Out. Yeah, I really like it was Jordan. fantastic. It was fantastic, really, really good. I, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peele. I think he's the next sort of uh, horror uh, protege. Uh, yeah. no, pro- prodigy. That's yes. what, yeah. I think he's he's really gonna be one to watch. So I was so excited to go see this thing. I was my expectations were really, really high. Yeah, and then they sort of dropped. So what, what, like without giving it away in the movie, like what was it like? Kind of generally that disappointed you? Uh, well. It's the premise of the movie is really good. Like it's a it's a very cool premise, and I think it's not giving anything away if you've seen any of the commercials or trailers that there's like doppelgangers that that come in and take over a person, uh, uh, Lupito Nyong'o's house, yeah, and they are murderous and they're trying to kill kill the the the, the originals, the originals, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and so it's really intriguing. Like, why are there doppelgangers? Why and what's what's going on? Um, and I don't want to. I really don't want to spoil anything because it's still pretty early, and I know you haven't seen it yet. So yes. I, I don't want to give anything away. the The issue is the story. The concept's really good. The execution has a lot to be desired. Really, there are okay. A lot of plot holes. Because um, the trailer of, is like fantastic. The trailer was amazing. It was one of the best trailers that I think yeah. I've seen this year. It was so good. Um, but it's another one of those situations where the trailer's amazing, and then you go in, and you're all pumped up, and that's why they pay trailer producers so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Draw you in there. Movie should um, only be, like, two minutes max. That's really, yeah, that should be it. <laughs> we should just be excited for the trailer, and then it's done, and we're happy. We saw something good. We should do a game where we watch a trailer, and ha- not having seen the movie, try to predict what happens in the movie, Ooh, just based on the trailer alone. Yes. I think that's- And see how close the person is. Yeah, I think that's good. And whether the movie's going to be good or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so- I- I know people. I, I've been really trying to like it, like this movie, since I went to see it. Yeah. I've been I've been watching videos about 
you know, theories about what it meant and <laughs> endings explained and those oh, sorts yes. of those yeah. sorts of things. Trying to, and I just I think that people are tr- trying, they're grasping too hard to find something in this movie. Yeah, it's the the acting is phenomenal. Like yes. it's and it's not it's not uninteresting. So it, you, it'll keep your attention for the whole thing. I just came out feeling like I I think that he got really muddled in the whole pr- procedure. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you so, when I asked you, you said it wasn't, you didn't think it was scary. I no, and that was the other thing. I was going in expecting to come out like fully petrified. Yes, and and I I literally did not find anything about this movie scary. And maybe did it's you cross I, your arms at one point? And I go, did. Entertain me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did I actually at one point did, and I had that growly <laughs> face. <laughs> You're not scaring me, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I've seen a lot of horror. I I don't. I know. I'm not sure. But you can see all of the the jumps hap- coming before they before okay. they happen. All right. That that sort of thing. And there was a lot of there was a lot of what what we like to call horror brain happening, where characters. Uh, in horror movies, make the stupidest decisions just because they're in horror movies. Like, yeah, like where they go back go into a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go down to the basement. Like they're totally in the clear, but they have to go back in the house for some reason. That's and exactly. Like... There's a lot of that. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> Which makes you go, no, not again. I can, I, I'll check it out for sure, and then yes. I'll uh, tell you what my review of, what is, of it is in the next podcast. Yes, yeah. So that sort of led me into thinking a little bit about critics. Yes. Because this movie... This movie got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but then if, if you kind of go in and, and you look at the Rotten Tomatoes scores, it actually only got a 69% viewer score. Right. So I thought, well, this is a big, pretty big discrepancy. And then I was sort of looking at a bunch of other movies that have come out recently, like uh, Alita, Battle Angel, and Captain Marvel, and so, so movies like that, and just comparing what the critics are scoring to what the, view, what the a viewer, the general public, scores are yeah and i've noticed some really big gaps right in what what the actual average joe thinks of a movie compared <laughs> to what what critics are now thinking of movies for example uh, alita battle angel yeah the critics gave it 60 percent right the viewers gave it 94 percent wow yep. that's that's big um captain marvel was a little closer 78 percent from critics 62 percent from the general public which is weird because the critics loved it at first but remember people yep. were trying to like give Bring it bad it reviews but that's i think right. maybe i think they've wiped a lot of those reviews out now. yeah so i'm not sure what they're what's going on there then there was a movie uh called five feet apart uh it was sort of a uh, romantic drama about uh, two individuals with um, some sort of a yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, <laughs> what, what, a, oh, sorry, and, I was just uh, yeah, fell asleep when you're talking about that. Exactly. So you may have missed this one. However, the, was there any aliens in it? Uh, not one. Okay, no, <laughs> probably not seen it. No, not, you're not going to see this. I guarantee you, because the critics gave it 52 percent. However, those people who did see it gave it 81 percent. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. The biggest one that I noticed was a movie called Gloria Bell. You might want to start snoring now. <laughs> uh, called, <laughs> called Gloria Bell. It's, it stars Juliana Moore and John Turturro. I really don't know very much. I, I about know. This. I know. I've seen the the trailer for that okay, movie. Okay, so the trailer. Yep. Don't know much about it. The critics gave it ninety four percent. The viewers gave it forty six percent. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that's weird. So eh? it makes me wonder what, what are critics. Doing these days, like, I don't. Are, do they have an agenda that we don't know about? Yeah, are they, they getting? Are boost? they getting paid under the table yeah, to give good reviews? To, are they trying to boost studios? Are I, they? I don't. It I seems wonder very if like odd. the cool factor of certain people, like Jordan Peele, has a sort of a cool factor to him. Yeah. If that sort of like 
changes the review based on that because you don't want to be the person like you were like I really want to like this movie yes. so I don't know if that has something to do with that but I remember when Bohemian Rhapsody came out yeah, yeah. the um, the critics panned it and yeah. the people loved it yes like so and then I, it went on to win the best picture at Golden Globes yeah like yeah. how does that work <laughs> yeah it's so weird but yeah. do you think they should be using Rotten Tomatoes scores in trailers like they did in in us well. I would think it probably helps them because most of the critic scores are so high. Right. So, you know, with us, they say it's 100% or it's 94%. So it looks like, well, this is going to be a fantastic movie. It'll draw people in there. So I think it makes sense for the studios to use it. Yeah. But it's deceiving because they they might not be the most accurate reviews. And I don't know whether uh, – this would be interesting to look into, actually – whether studios – Sort of commission uh, or or uh, critics are, are commissioned or paid when their reviews are used in trailers. Right. You know what I mean? Like New- Newsweek says blah blah right. blah. Right. And if that's the case, does that mean they want to give it a higher score so that they get chosen to be put in? A- yeah, I it's, don't it's know. like I'm it's just... like getting a basket of stuff, yes. right? Like it's like oh, I guess I have to kind of say something nice about it now. That, yeah, I'm <laughs> just I'm wondering. Remember those like commercials that they got in trouble for at the studios? Those ones where you have real people coming out of the theaters, yes, and they'd give like oh, this is the greatest movie of all time. And then they found out they're all actors. Yes. <laughs> they were like <laughs> exactly real people are saying like. Yeah. Well, I feel like the critics why is one are... of them Brad Pitt? Yeah. <laughs> I think the critics are now those people. So yeah. they're, they're they're actors too. <laughs> the yeah, it's, it's just weird. I, I find too with with putting a Rotten Tomato score into uh, into a trailer is that there's still reviews coming in. So it's kind yeah. of a rolling review, like yeah. a rolling number, because it, it could be 85 today and then like 78 tomorrow, right? So That's it, right. it can't be perfectly accurate every time they put it up because it's a percentage. Like the, it just depends. Yeah. So yeah, unless they change their their commercial every time the, the yeah. Well, I bet goes. you somewhere in small print it says like based on this particular date yes. or whatever. So they'd I don't have know. To, they'd have to put in a disclaimer. But it's just I've, I'm just finding this really interesting. So it's making me wonder whether I should be. Uh, you know, getting reviews from someplace else, and maybe not so much the actual critics. Maybe I should, you know, be uh, going like online. like Loop and Larry. That's right. This you is where should you should get the reviews <laughs> to the Loop and Larry reviews because what would we you tell give, it like it is. On your tomato meter, what would you give us um, out of hundred? I would I would say probably about a out of a hundred. I would say maybe fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah. You know what? That is news to me. We have a minute and a half. It's my responsibility to tell the control room and New York that we won't be ready. Uh-uh. Now the news with Loop and Larry. See how proud I was that I did that? That was a great transition. I did not even see that coming. Right to the news. Right to the news. (laughs) That was awesome. Okay, well, let's go to the news. Oh, hey, now we're in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about some news. What do we got? Let's start with TV. How yes, I love, right. I love to watch the old boob too. <laughs> don't say that. Anymore. I don't think anyone ever says that. No, anymore. nobody should say that anymore. Okay, so TV news. Uh, starting off because I think this is now our eighth episode. Yeah, I am quite certain. If you go back, we have mentioned this show <laughs> every single episode up until this. Time. I and think we're so. Do it, and we're gonna do it again. <laughs> All right. Stranger Things. Well, what is this show called? Stranger <laughs> Things. Stranger <laughs> Things. Stranger Things season three has a trailer, which. Just like I, I'm now, I have my hopes up like I did with us because yeah. that trailer, this the trailer for this new season looks phenomenal to me. It looks great. They've really like tapped into the whole '80s feel yes. on it, and this one's sort of like a, a Fast Times at Ridgemont yes. High sort of feel, um, or like a weird science kind yep. of feel, kind of because it has all the malls and all that kind of stuff yep. in it, and it's like, but with the horror, the horror really takes a back seat. 
in that trailer. It does, absolutely. It, but it was it was the whole mall scene. As soon as I saw an 80s mall and Eleven looking around the mall, like because obviously she's never been in one before, I thought this is going to be the greatest season of television that's ever been. <laughs> um, but, but then they did introduce the new d- form of the Demigorgon at the end, which yep. looks like horrifying. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, super did I cool. see Jake Busey running through a hallway? I, oh, I couldn't really. I couldn't remember if he was dead or not from the last season. Because uh, he was in one of the seasons yeah, for sure, was, yeah. or two of them. But he, I saw a picture. Like there was like one really super fast shot of him like running down a hall. Really? Like, yeah. Okay. I'd have, re- I'll have to re- go rewatch back and, that. I'm gonna re-watch re-watch that. that. <laughs> I just haven't noticed him because he, he's very distinguishable to me. He, like. he is absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that that's very exciting. I'm, yeah, it looks I'm, cool. The yeah. one the one thing in it I made me laugh was that. The problem when you have a TV show with children in it is that they grow up. Yes. Right. So suddenly, one of them—I don't know if it's Mike or um, one of the other kid, the other kid that was a friend that got possessed in the first one or got put in the oh upset, uh, Will. Will. Yeah. One of them looks like three times older yes. than all the other kids. <laughs> like he looks super tall. Yes. Like he like he sprouted a lot. Like well, because there's a scene with all of the the boys standing with their backs to a wall and the camera pans across them <laughs> and if the camera didn't like position itself properly it totally would have cut the head off this one kid because they're all the same I, it's, it's, really, it's really quick and i couldn't tell which one it was but yeah. one scene in particular you could really see the height difference yes and it was like whoa and it was even hard to recognize him because yeah. i was like that's why I'm, I'm having trouble remembering which character it was because he's changed so much yeah ha- absolutely well and i don't know what the time jump has been since last season. Yeah. Like, this one actually takes place, it premieres on July 4th yeah. on TV, and it actually takes place on July 4th, because they mentioned that in the trailer. They say, yeah. happy July 4th. So, um, but the other ones have all happened over Halloween, or over in October, yeah. so I don't know if it's supposed to be the following year. I don't know how much time it, is actually And it's passed. weird, too. If you, I don't know if you remember back to, there was another trailer where it was kind of like a TV, and it kept going on, obviously yes. binary and stuff. Yeah. It, that one had some um, New Year's stuff in it, so I don't oh, know right. I don't know what the timeline on this one's going to be, but no. it, it's interesting. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm really excited about this i think it's yeah it's it's gonna be really cool glad we don't have to wait till october for this one yes (laughs) uh castle rock yes which is a show that neither of us have actually seen (laughs) (laughs) however it's intrigued us both and it's on both of our lists to watch someday so so now it's got a season two season two has been greenlit and what's really cool about this season so castle rock if you haven't seen it is uh a takes place in the Stephen King universe, essentially. Mm-hmm. So if you're a big Stephen King fan, apparently there are references galore to all of his books and the movies and all kinds of things that happen in this town called Castle Rock. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so, and I'm a big Stephen King fan. I know, Loop, you are too. So yeah. I don't know why we haven't watched this thing yet. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, season two uh, is intriguing because it's based on misery. And it takes, uh, it it's, focuses on a young Annie Wilkes, who's played by Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, so it's going to have that whole sort of misery vibe yeah. to it and see what uh, what kind of ho- hobbling <laughs> young Annie Wilkes used to do in her youth. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched a show based on the fact that it got picked up for another season? Like, yes. there's, there's been shows I'm like, I, I don't want to watch this. And then I saw, see that it's it's picked up for a second season. I'm like, okay, now suddenly I'm interested yeah. in it. It wasn't before, <laughs> yep. but now I am because now I know at least I have another season to watch. Well, I think it's because... You and I have both been burned too many times. Like starting a show and yep. then it gets it gets canceled. And then we like... get really good at it. I'd like to bring up um, Almost Human. Because... <laughs> that was like your favorite show. It was all right. I, like... I loved this show. This was a J.J. Abrams show that starred, um, oh, what, I, no, what was his name? Um, 
Oh, it was the guy. It wasn't the guy from Star Trek. Yes, like the guy that plays Bones. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can't remember his I name. Can't remember. But... Anyway, and it was futuristic, and it was cops, and it was. I I loved this show. I actually saw it premiere at Fan Expo. I was so stoked, and and it was really high quality, and it didn't even last a season, and I was so <laughs> devastated. And so I, I've since then decided, nope, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna be burned again. <laughs> I know why this reminds me of this, but there's um. A second season out on Netflix that just started was is the the OA or the yes. yeah is that what it's called yep. yeah I saw the first season I didn't even know the second season was out yep. oh it's out. I knew they were making one or I thought they were but I haven't like did you, have you watched it at all no. yeah I haven't seen any of it like but I just I was, someone someone told me it was on the other day and I'm like oh okay it's, there it is <laughs> this is the problem need with, to advertise a little more on yeah, that and this is the problem with streaming shows like shows that all that launch all at once is that they unless you're watching that streaming service or, or, or you know, have access to that, it, they can just be there without you even realizing yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the hype isn't the same as it used to be when we were watching on broadcast TV and you'd, every commercial break would have a promo for, uh, you know, whatever show you're yeah. coming up. These ones, they don't have that anymore, so you have to be on the ball. <laughs> you gotta be ready. <laughs> you gotta be ready. Well, speaking of Stephen King... Um, yes. Dark Tower... Yes. ...has been announced by Amazon... Uh, streaming service. Yeah, yeah, which which is supposed to be there's apparently the series they've got their two leads right now, and um, who I don't re- Sam Strike is one of them. He's playing Roland, who's like the uh, the gunslinger. Sam Strike. I, like he's from he's from uh, EastEnders. Okay. So it's like it's like not kind of almost on un- an un- unknown. Yeah. And then uh, Jasper uh, Pacoen. I don't even know how I'm pronouncing this right. He's got no. a lot of umlauts in the name. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Black Klansman. You saw Black Klansman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he was the really racist guy that never trusted. Oh. I think it was that oh, guy. Really? I think he's okay. the gun. I think he's um, the man in black. Oh, in this. okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I have no idea how to pronounce that name. Nope. By the end of this year, I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but anyway, so they're supposed to be doing it, and it's apparently it's gonna be closer to the original source material. That's good. Now I have a problem <laughs> with the movie because the movie had nothing to do. I know what they said they were trying to do. Yeah. But it, it was it awful. Did not work. And no. I think the thing is when you have a bunch of books. And you're making an adaptation of it. Keep it close to the books because I'm watching it because I want to see what you've done with it, based on the books I've read. Right. Not some, not taking it so far out of left field that it's has nothing to do with what I why I tuned in in the first place. That's right. It's like slapping a name on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. No, you're absolutely right. I feel like and and by by giving it a TV series, I think they can give it the time it needs. Yeah. Because the movie had like two hours. Yeah. Um, and I know, I think the movie was supposed to be like part one of a, a, a series of them, but yeah. it tanked. So that yeah. put an end to that really quick. And it just did not, didn't give it enough time. But I think a TV series will be able to dive into all the details. And yeah. And I, so that's pretty exciting. I'm, I've never read the back books. I know you've read most of them. <laughs> I'm so awful. <laughs> I've read the first four. And I've I've been reading five for I swear to God like eight years, <laughs> and that's the only book I've been reading. I just I get partway, and sometimes I've even restarted it and tried to get into it. And I get about I get a little further than the last time, <laughs> and I don't know why because I'm enjoying it, but I'm just I have no and maybe it's just it's the sign of the times. I just I cannot with phones and everything. I just cannot. Yep. I can't even finish a sentence. You, you see something shiny, and then you. <laughs> I'm not even finishing. What, what are we talking about? Exactly. But you know what I mean. Like I can't. I can't concentrate yeah. on a book. I'm yeah. like I'm checking my phone, or I'm. That's why I like to read comics because it's very quick. You finish it, it's done. Exactly, like, and it has pictures. Pictures are pictures good. Pictures are important. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I but I will finish this series. Yeah. And uh, someday. Well, now that now that this series is coming up on TV, you have. A reason to finish the series. Yeah, I do. You, know, you got to finish. The That's books. what happened with Lord of the Rings. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't even get through it. But when I saw they were making it, I actually powered my way through all of them and quite enjoyed it. There so. you go. There's hope for you yet.
except for the first, <laughs> except for the first book. Exactly, that won't happen. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, this is uh, this is another one for you, Loop. We got a little WrestleMania. News. Oh yeah. Um, they announced the first women's main event at WrestleMania. First uh, ever. Yeah, it, they've yeah. never had a main event with women in it. It was like it's fantastic. It's about time the women's uh, evolution and revolution. Yeah. Um, but it's very very cool. It's it's yeah. a it's a good step forward for uh, WWE. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair and then versus Becky Lynch. Oops. And the weird twist on it is so the the title's not Ronda Ronda Rousey has a title. Yep. Um, the weird twist is that Charlotte Flair won the SmackDown title just the other day out of nowhere, two weeks before WrestleMania. It makes no sense. What? And everyone is, like, losing it because they're like, why is this happening? So I don't know what's going to happen. It's it, There's a few theories out there if you're a wrestling fan, but I don't know. So it, this will literally be a battle royale. I don't know. Like, are they going to unify the two titles? I don't oh, know what they're doing. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. There's going to be a merge. It could they're be. They're going to drop their buffs. They're going to come to the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's so weird. I, I've never seen that happen before, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's gonna be awesome. That's cool. Last year's WrestleMania, I swear to God, was like eight hours. Really? Like, like, like it legitimately? Start, like the the pre-show starts around four, and yeah. there's matches during the pre-show. So like when you were we you would be coming into the stadium, they'd, right. they'd have some matches <laughs> to kind of entertain you or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so it goes on, and then when it starts at like seven, it went to like past midnight. Wow. Like it, it's a long period. Like it's it's exhausting. Well, if you're paying. Like a pay per view event, you yeah. want to get your money's worth. Or if you have the WWE Network, you oh. only pay like nine ninety nine a month. There or you go, yeah. and you just get it as a package. Boom! <laughs> you get every pay per view. <laughs> exactly, that's awesome. Well, it certainly is a sign of the times. It is. It uh, is good sign. Good sign. So let's move on to uh, movie news. Ooh, should we do that? I love movie news. All right, me too. I really like the movies. <laughs> so the picture show. The picture show, mostly because it's got pictures. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, we, we established that anything with pictures is interesting to us. <laughs> too many words, no good. Yep. Uh, what, uh, what? Toxic Avenger is getting a reboot. I love trauma. Like I. Who doesn't I, love a good trauma? Like movie? Lloyd Kaufman. Like yeah. it's. I've met him once. I was actually one of the few celebrities I was actually really nervous to meet. Yeah. I don't know why. I remember that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why, I but it just, he's just like I grew up on a lot of trauma movies. I watched a lot of them. They're all like none of them are really good, nope. but they're good in a bad, bad horror sort of way. Yes. Like. And I think the, I mean, the, the fun thing about trauma movies is that they're made to be over the top. Like yes. they, I don't think he's ever tried to make a really like solid, serious horror movie. Yeah. He's like. They're like poultry geist, like they yeah. <laughs> like the most ridiculous names. Class of Nukem High, yes. all those. Like they're just dumb. Like they're, they're so, like they're kind of dirty, kind of dumb. Like yeah. they're just like I don't know what like, it is. Raw, super low budget. Yeah, lots of practical effects, which I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, it's like just classic kind of horror movies. But uh, but Toxic Avenger is like arguably their biggest. Character, character for sure um and they how many movies they had talked oh, in the I, return of toxie and then they had, yeah it know, goes on forever toxie goes I, like, to the moon. that's why i'm like <laughs> when i laugh when i see a toxic avenger reboot because it, like literally they've made like probably 10 of them yeah. like i don't know so how why don't they, they just make 11 yeah i don't know it's <laughs> just weird the, the interesting thing is going to be whether they actually put budget into this one yeah like if they're going to reboot it if they're like i wonder if like a real studio is going to pitch in and they're gonna yeah, make I it don't into know. Something. It's, it's weird because it, it loses some of the fun when yes. it's like it, when you get too high budgety. But yeah, it'd be cool to, to see it and have like actual like real stars like just do cameos and stuff yeah. in it. Like it would be fun. Yeah, well, I, so, I have no idea what to expect, but it is coming. It'll probably come direct to video. I can guarantee. I, yeah, <laughs> most of most of those movies do. <laughs> if it becomes a theater, that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, we'll but, go. Yeah, we'll I'll be there, go. and then we'll give you our honest of review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yes, who is a perennial favorite of the Loop and Larry. Love, uh, love, love. Podcast. Love the love the 
Tarantino, coming out with film number nine. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the trailer has just recently dropped. Yeah. And I couldn't be more excited. Anytime there's a Tarantino anything, I'm I'm in. Yeah. 100%. The funny, I, I'd like to see another trailer because I think this one is, is more like introducing the star. It's almost like it's like, here's the stars of this movie. Yeah. Here's the time period it's set in, which I think is 69. It's, yeah. And um, the, because uh, there's really, I can't tell in this movie if, what plot it would be or anything. It just seems like a more like a Pulp Fiction-y type. It does. It, like, it, it feels to me like he's gone back to the revenge movie, like the, yeah. the classic Tw- Quentin Tarantino. It's the, the premise of the movie apparently is about the Charles Manson murders. Like, it takes place Yeah, and I thought that, month. but then yeah. I'm like, what's and, going on? And, this? and so I was looking a little bit into it, and all of the people on screen, like all of the like the Brad Pitts and the and the Leonardo DiCaprios, are playing real people. Yeah. So um, if you if you look up who... who oh, so they're names, not characters then? No, they're actually real people. Okay. Um, and uh, um, so it's it sort of takes place in Hollywood in the 60s. It's sort of the, the, the golden age of Hollywood, but then it's all... You know, murdery. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it sounds it looks and feels to me like Pulp Fiction. Like it looks like he's going back to his roots. Yeah, and you know, after kind of doing some western. I mean, most of his movies are sort of western based anyway. But yeah. like a true true western. And he he really enjoys doing movies that are like sort of set in a time period. Yes. As opposed to to now. Yeah. The problem with movie anything now, and I don't know if it would just sort of like ruin what he does, but. It, it's too easy to use a phone now for everything. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? There's like the phone is like kind of a as great as it is to have a phone. Yeah. It's it kind of for movie wise, it's an easy thing to like instead of going to see you at your place of business in the movie, I could just call you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so you're like, why wouldn't you use a phone there? Like so that's what's kind of cool that he goes back and exactly so. like everything has to be done face to face. People have to drive places. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's kind of cool. But it is. It's very retro. But the he's once again used. Um, Amazing, like soundtrack. Yeah, like that's like a cornerstone of all of his movies is to find music that's so cool. Yeah, and to, and put and that's what he's done with this one too. It really has that. And this is supposed to be. He, he said he's going to retire after his tenth. Tenth. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, and he's still I, holding to that. The only thing with Tarantino, I find sometimes like as great as he is, he sometimes needs an editor. Like yeah. some of his movies are a little like um, I guess self indulgent. Like there's a lot there's, the, the yeah. dialogue. I always enjoy yeah. the dialogue in his movies, but. Um, some of them are just a little long. It could go, yeah. Um, what was the uh, hateful the, eight? Yeah, hateful eight. Yeah, there was, there was. That was a super long. I mean, that was like almost three hours long. I yeah, think. and I don't think it yeah. needed to be that long. Yeah, it could have but, been trimmed down a little bit. So but, I don't, I don't know what he's doing with this, but, but still enjoy it. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be there opening night. You guarantee <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, what else? We have Toy Story Four. Yeah, Toy Story Four. Tra- this was like a, a week of trailers. This I know a, a lot, lot came out in the last couple yeah, of weeks well, for we're sure. Appro- we're approaching the uh, blockbuster movie season, so yeah. I think we're going to be seeing trailers. Like weekly, daily, yeah, yeah, day, for sure. Yeah. So, Toy Story four. I kind of figured Toy Story three was the end of this. Yeah, I kind of thought, and it would have been a great ending. I cried. I was happy. I was, and but nope, they're back. But uh, the thing that I find really interesting about this is that Disney has sort of become like the the new generation of the Pixar movies has way more photorealistic look than they have in the past. Yeah, they did. They started with uh, Cars three. Cars four. I, what I, is it? Car- the I last know. Cars movie. Yeah, um, was way more photorealistic, and this one is too. There's a like the backgrounds all look real. Yeah. Um, so it sets it apart from the other Toy Stories. Plus, this one has a new character called Forky. Oh my god! I wanted to punch that screen <laughs> when I saw. I knew you knew I was gonna be annoyed. Yes. That. <laughs> I'm like that is so annoying. Like, that's, I, I you know my thing on the Disney Pixar movies. I just no. don't, I don't know what it is about them. I don't. I find them irritating. Yes. I find they're too. They're they're forcing you to think they're like. 
that you, like that parents and kids can all love them, yeah. and I, it bugs me because of that. Like either be for one or the other. You, like, know, just, you know why I figured out why? Why? Because you have no soul. I, I, it is true. <laughs> um, and, and also, I have never seen Toy Story one or two. Oh. I, I saw three in the what? theater. <laughs> How does that work? You my can't. kids wanted to go see it, uh, and I didn't go see the first two with them. Right. So and then I'm like, okay, and I'm like, and I didn't know what was going on, no. but it was like the. Um, <laughs> so you're just irritated. But it's like open. I saw the trailer, and as soon as they put forky. that like Sporky or whatever. No, it was it, uh, for, oh, was it Sporky? I don't know if it's Sporky or Forky. I think it's Sporky. <laughs> okay, it be Sporky. Or is it Forky? Well, I think he's Forky, but I think he's, he's actually a spork. a spork. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't, like, I'm just like, this is dumb, guys. Come on. <laughs> you can do better than that. Uh, no, I don't think they can. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> Regardless, anyways. you're going to go see it with me. I will not oh, go. Yeah, I, I cannot sit through we're, that. We're going through this any together. day of the week. All right, <laughs> moving on. Oh, moving on. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, sequels, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, who I thought we would never ever see again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and really probably would have been okay with that. Um, I have, have uh, a new sequel coming out yeah. called. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I don't yeah. know anything about it, but it's like um, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter did a, like an announcement on because uh, the rumors were out there they're going to do it. Yes, but they did an actual official announcement on uh, online that they are going to be doing this movie. So it'll be interesting to see where they take it and yeah. where it goes. Well, um, and, and William Sadler, who played Death. Yeah, in Bogus Journey is coming back to play Death again. Yeah, so that's I, cool. I really have to go back and rewatch these. I, I haven't watched them in years. Well, like I, I, I haven't seen Bogus Journey. I can't even tell you the last time I saw. I saw Excellent Adventure not long ago. Yeah, but uh, Bogus Journey, I, I, I remember just. I remember it being so. Like out there, that it was really out there. I feel like all Keanu Reeves movies have to be trilogies. Yes, you ever know? Yeah. Like, he does a lot of trilogies. Yeah, like, he does. Well, you got John Wick three. Yeah, so coming it is, out. Yeah, it is so the, uh, it's the he's season. Got the of, Matrix and yep, my, it's, yeah. the, it's the season of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, one of the one of the big stories. Not, I mean, it's. I we're we're pretty excited about this that James Gunn has officially been welcomed back into the Disney fold and will be directing Guardians Three. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. I I think, I think honestly that they that Disney went too far with the firing based on tweets that came out ten years ago that yeah. he's since apologized for and I and he had the support of all of the cast and I just it didn't make any sense I, to me. I got this is my thing on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is that. Like I don't use Twitter in that sort of way where you're saying like outrageous things, but right. James Gunn back ten years ago is not the same James Gunn. He, he was directing some things for Troma back yes, ten years ago, right, yes. so he was a totally different person back then. Yeah, he was like, and a lot of times you, you say things like you might think are funny, or you say things kind of controversial to get like retweets or yes. whatever he's doing, but. It's like you can't judge a person based on like everything, and plus, it's a much more PC world now than it yeah. was back then. Like right. you could have got away with it because no one called him on it back then. No, nope. but they, of course, they do now. I don't know who are these people that are digging these tweets up. They're like, reporters how do you, who have and, nothing else to do. Well, how do you find them? Like <laughs> I can't even. I'm yeah. not, I tried to go back and find like a picture I posted on Twitter like six months ago, and it takes like about four hours. Like, and then all of a sudden it just like stops and it says yeah. no more tweets or whatever. I don't know how you, you can get back that I don't far. Know. And, and what made him think, hey, let's investigate James Gunn and see if he was nasty at all in his youth. Why? I, Why would they do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was like... It didn't make any sense. And the, and the problem is, is that he... The Guardians movies that he's produced or that he's directed have been so phenomenal and have brought so much, like, happiness to people. Yeah. Why would you, like, almost, like, why would you deny the world 
his talent. Yeah. <laughs> Based on something like that, like you know, that is obviously not the way he is now. And, and it's and it's not like he like. It was just like a, it's well freedom of speech. He can say yeah. whatever he wants. I mean, whether it's right or wrong or whatever, but it's yeah. like I mean, he apologized for it, and he's like, was it funny? Probably not. I never read them, but he's yeah. probably not no. the, now. Maybe at the time it might have been like kind of edgy, like, yeah. but it was like, or, or maybe at the time it didn't even make an impact. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> obviously no one noticed it ten years ago. No, <laughs> it didn't. So anyway, it's very good news because I the guardian for me uh, the guardians uh, movies are the highlight of. The Marvel Universe. Yeah, I love. They're they're my absolute favorite movies of the of the Marvel. Yeah, universe, they're so. they were very, uh, like quite a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, the the next one apparently is going to come out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's well, what because, they're thinking because he's doing he's rebooting um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. So yes, yeah, so he committed to that. So he has to do that one first, yeah. which apparently is a complete reboot. Like yeah. they're starting fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting too. But at least it's good to know that he'll be behind the camera on that one. DC is the master of the reboot. They really are, <laughs> and they and they they kind of need to. Yeah, <laughs> they should probably redo Superman. V, Batman v, v Superman. I think <laughs> that one needs a reboot too. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, D- Disney, which we just were, yeah. Uh, the Disney and Fox have now merged officially. Yeah, this is a big accusation. Accusation? No, acquisition. Acquisition. That's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Seventy-one point three billion dollars. That's crazy. That that gives them all the movies, TV, like a lot of the properties. Like, yeah. I mean, now you've got uh, the Simpsons are under Disney's umbrella, and Deadpool, and X Men, and like, you gotta, you gotta wonder how much money they're gonna bring in if they can fork out seventy-three. How much? Billion. Billion yeah. dollars. Like, how much this is going to bring in? They're obviously going to recoup that money. Like, they're yeah. going to make that money back. Well, and they also have the streaming service coming. So yes, this is, right. like, a ton of content. Yeah. And and content they can spin off of characters that maybe, like, haven't really gone anywhere or whatever. But that gives them a lot of material for oh, sure. It's going to be unbelievable. I mean, give it give – it, Five more years, and literally we will all be under the Disney umbrella. <laughs> I'll be owned by Disney. My, my house will be yeah. Matt owned Loop by has been bought by Disney for a dollar. <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> and they'll never make that money back. <laughs> that, will, that is not an investment. No. <laughs> I depreciate as soon as I go off the lot. I'm done. <laughs> but so for as going back to my Disney fanatic part, part, personality, yes. I'm really curious to know whether Disney now will take the- The sporky uh, the, uh, character uh, and no. destroy him. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not Star Wars related. Oh. No, if they're going to go back and, and take the original uncut versions of Star Wars that Lucas made in the 70s and early 80s and release them properly to- Home video. Oh, you know they will. I they could probably recoup half that money. Buy, probably <laughs> mostly from me because yeah. I'll buy every version that they release. So, so just to get it straight, they yeah. have so um, Fox owned the originals. Yes, I heard in perpetuity. Yes, which is like a ridiculous deal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that these are the original cuts as we would have seen them at the theater. That's right. Yeah, and that's why they've never officially been released to home video because Fox owned the right, Disney did not, and so there was there were issues. But now that Disney owns Fox. Will they go back into the archives, pull them out, clean them up, and give us the the version? And add extra been... characters over top. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse will be. So that's because that's what he. That's what were they were originally on Fox when he redid all of them, right? Like yes. when Lucas had redone them yes. with all the extra stuff like layered onto it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and those are the ones that he released. And he Lucas has always claimed that he will never release the originals to home video. Well, now he doesn't have a say. <laughs> Who owns the Christmas special? And I'm not even joking. I do. 
Yeah, well, I mean, oh. I mean, not, not bootleg. <laughs> oh, I'm talking oh. like the re- I own the bootleg as well. It's also actually, I think, you know, on YouTube, the entire thing. I'm pretty thing. sure you can. Um, but who owns that? Like, I, I have absolutely no idea. I honestly, I, I, I would assume Fox would. I guess any property of like, but then it was on a network. So yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even honestly remember I, whether it was NBC or. or I don't know why I'm interested in it because it's awful, but it's like, but it, but I would buy it if it came out. If it, if it, a clean version of that came out yeah. on Blu-ray with commentary from Mark Hamill, who would just be like holding his face in his hand the entire time, and just going, <laughs> "Why, why?" <laughs> he, I would buy that. I remember in the in that movie, did, wasn't he had just been in an accident or something, or yeah, like his, he, he looked a little weird. Uh, in it. He also looked a little um, high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody did. That's I'm probably how they got through the movie. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, those things may happen. It's too early to tell. I do know, though, that a whole whack of Fox employees have been given the boot. Oh, so for sure. That's, like, not, that's what happens you know, when any company takes over a company, yeah, right? That's so the that's, first. That's not good. That's the first thing you do. But, you know, if I get my, my Star Wars Blu-rays, I'll be, I'll be happy enough. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to go back in time for those. Oh, I certainly hope so. Because we're going to have to go to the pop capacitor. Let's walk All over right, here. We'll just go. Because yeah, we'll uh, the, the studio's outside. Exactly. <laughs> Run away! <laughs> I can never keep. Oh, there we go. Running, running. It's a very, it's a very short run. All right, it's still a run. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke, what do we got this week? Well, this week we're looking at. We haven't done any cartoons yet on no. the show, so we're looking at a cartoon. I used to play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. A lot. A lot. Yes. And uh, when I was in my youth, and a little bit when <laughs> I was in my adulthood. adulthood yep. <laughs> and uh, so there was a cartoon on in the '80s called Dungeons and Dragons, based on the popular board game. And uh, it's about a group of kids who go into an amusement park. Yep. And they go into a ride similar called, to called like, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, called yep. Dungeons and Dragons. Similar to it's a small world, I yeah, think, I kind think of so. like that. Yeah, yeah. And then somehow they get sucked in uh, to the Dungeons the realm, and, the realm of, of Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Here, check it. Look, listen to this. Hey, look! A Dungeons and Dragons ride. Whoa! What's happening? Whoa! Where are we? Fear not, ranger, barbarian, magician, thief, cavalier. And acrobat. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I shortened that up quite a bit. You sure did. Because it was like, I think the opener is like a minute. It like, is. It's really long. Oh, and there's just a lot of sound effects, really. Yeah, and yep. like people running from dragons yep. and things like six-headed dragons. Yeah. And but you get a pretty good idea of what's going on. Well, yeah, so yeah. basically they get, they, they're kids, they get turned into these different characters from Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. And the thing, even as a kid when I watched this show, the first thing I, I laughed at was the acrobat. Yes. Because the acrobat in Dungeons and Dragons is a really, like, they have the regular classes, and then they sort of had, like, some subclasses. Like, the paladin would have been in the subclass, or the cavalier. I think it's a cavalier, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Ca- yeah. It's a, sort of a subclass of the paladin and the fighter. And But then the. the <laughs> that the, was the most geeky thing yeah, I've heard you say. But in a then while. the acrobat <laughs> was, like, really deep down. Like, you had to go into, like, a thing called Unearthed Arcana to find that particular class, and they'd have monk and things like that. But it was like, why would she. Why does she need to be an acrobat? Why couldn't she be a fighter? Like, it just seemed weird. <laughs> well, they need somebody to. F- do some flips. Yeah, well, this, it was just such a weird. It wasn't even really a class. No. Like I don't know why. Like at the time, even when that came out. No, like, and and she didn't. I mean, did did she? Do you think she actually added a lot to the group? 
Not really. Other than being able to like jump over crevices every once in a while well, to get I to know. the other side. Yeah. And she's going, and everyone else seemed to fly over or do yeah, something weird. Like yeah, it was like didn't really make any difference. I just didn't understand like why they, it's like we need two female characters, but yeah. what do we do? We have a thief, and yeah. they, of course they give the one the thief to the the girl, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. And then uh, and then they they uh, make her an acrobat, yeah, which it was like it's not even real. Like because the other major class is the uh, pal or not the paladin, the uh, cleric, which You're is right. like a, which is a religious yeah. sort of like magic user. But yeah. I, I can see why they wouldn't yeah, use that in there. there. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. yeah it doesn't really make sense. No. So. But uh, but I mean her her uh, staff was kind of cool because it, it would never break. So yeah, that's if right. It broke apart. She just touch it and we come back together again. So that yeah, was, that was well, that cool. was kind of cool. I guess. Yeah. So it's a magic staff plus five. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, it the whole series. It was th three seasons long. Yeah. Uh, and the whole series was about them trying to get home. That was that was really yeah, what it was basically uh, yeah. what it was about. But that was her quest. That was their quest. The quest was <laughs> their campaign to get home. Yes, it was an ongoing campaign, campaign. that lasted three years <laughs> with and, the most obnoxious dungeon master yes. in the history of mankind. <laughs> and you just wanted dungeon this, this dungeon master. Obviously, it came out in the time of Star Wars because dungeon master looked exactly like a little like Yoda. Oh, for like, sure he did, yeah. Yoda with a beard. Like a wise sort yes, of like, yeah. Totally. That's a, If you could picture a, 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 like a pink Yoda with a beard, that's what Dungeon Master looked like. So every episode was just, you know, who are we, Who can we meet up with who can take us home? Oh, I'll find you somebody who can take you home. You just have to save this village first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, that, was a good, that was a good invitation. That was like not that. bad, right? Uh, so, yeah, every, every episode was essentially saving the life of somebody yeah. in order to – Potentially meet somebody without who could being take them like killed by the dragon Tiamat or uh, Avenger, or which Avenger, is, yes, yes, which was the the villain. Yeah. Which I liked. I think Avenger looked pretty cool. He, he looked kind of badass. They were really cool villains. So yeah, so Avenger was the and he was in virtually every episode. I think and he was he was the one that they were trying that his Avenger's whole goal, <laughs> like their goal was to get home. Avenger's goal was to steal their their weapons yeah. because he thought that it would make him stronger. Yeah. So really, for three years, it was like. I I want to go home. I want to steal your stuff. I want to go home. I want to steal your stuff. And that's pretty much what this is. The thing was. I love about kids' cartoons, too, is like it's three seasons. So you sort of think, oh, there must be like 60 episodes or yeah. something. But there's what was there only like 27 or there were 27 in three years? It's like one season only had like 10 episodes yeah. or nine and, episodes. And yeah, the episodes, I think it was like 13 episodes for the first season and then. And then seven, and then six, or something. It was it was a crazy number. I don't know how they paced it out through the year. Yeah. But uh, but the other thing that was kind of interesting about this show is the voice acting that they that they got to uh, to be a part of it at the time. I mean, some people listening to this now may not recognize these names, but um, Willie Ames. Yep. Uh, was one of them. He played Buddy Lembeck. <laughs> from Charles in Charge. He was also was he not on um, Eight Is Enough as yeah, well? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I believe yep. so. Yep. And uh, zapped. Uh, and zapped. He wasn't zapped. That's right. Uh, and Adam Rich, yep. who was the littlest kid on Eight is Enough. That's right. Yep. Yep. He was on there. Uh, and Donnie Most, who uh, was Ralph Mouth on uh, Happy Days. Yeah. So so they had some pretty big name for the, for the 80s. They yep. had some pretty big name. They, uh, apparently, they got him, uh, Donnie Most, because the, the guy that worked on this the car on the cartoon also worked on the Happy Days cartoon. Oh. And he said that Donnie Most did, was the most animated of the voice actors 
So he he liked how much energy he put into the right. character, and sense. so then that's why he asked him to come over to this. But yeah. it's, it's weird because at that time now it would be a big thing who was doing the voice acting. Yeah. Then it was like they just did it and you didn't even know who was doing it. No, it was it, you just sort of expected people to voice and and they voice. Yeah. But they did a good job. The voice acting I thought was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was a really interesting. Like I said, it, it sort of was the same theme. Throughout all twenty-seven episodes, yeah, which most, was which was standard for a, yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon, and, and most of the episodes were standalone. Like, yeah, they were just like a story, but some of them actually had storylines that continued through. But the interesting thing is that the show just ended. Yeah, it just ended after episode twenty-seven, but they had actually written a uh, a final episode that would have been the big reveal and and um, wrapped up a lot of. Uh, unanswered questions and tied the whole thing together and put characters together and that sort of thing and they never produced it so they were literally one episode away from completely <laughs> wrapping up this this series so what they did uh, years later was made that episode because they had a script they had a finished script made it into a, a like a radio broadcast yeah I never had a chance to watch it it's on the box set but it's, it's uh, yeah and it's on YouTube if you get a chance if, if you're interested in, in Dungeons and Dragons and 80s cartoons you should look up the the finale. Um, it it's really really well done. To me, it was it was the most exciting of all of the episodes. <clears throat> and they, I I don't want to spoil too much, but they there's a link between um, Venger and the Dungeon Master that oh. is a real big surprise. I have to check this out. Yeah, yeah. I have to say too, the box set for uh, Dungeons and Dragons is one of the the coolest box sets I've ever seen. Like it's very detailed. Yeah. They've got like character cards for all the characters. They actually have a module if you like for that actually is compatible with Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Yeah. So you can play. Like, they have like an actual adventure, like a whole adventure in there. Like oh, that's you can cool. play. It's very very cool. Like wow. it, it was, it's very well done. Um, this show I I've been making fun of it, but it's it's a Saturday morning cartoon show, yes. so there's going to be some things that are goofy in it. But I actually thought at the time, and I still even watching it now, I thought it was still pretty interesting. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. It, one of the one of the interesting facts I kind of stumbled across as I was looking into this a little bit um, in 1985 when this show was on, the National Coalition on Television Violence yeah. demanded that the um, that they run a dis- essentially a disclaimer at the beginning of the show because of all the violence in the show. <laughs> and that came from there was one episode where the kids decided that instead of just trying to like escape from Venger that they would actually kill Venger. Oh yeah. And what? That set up <laughs> yeah. some serious red flags. You can't kill people on TV on Saturday mornings. <laughs> but they did. And so they they had they had to add uh, disclaimers to the beginning because the show is so violent. Yeah. It apparently caused violence yeah. in the real world. Uh, I don't know. The, the other problem that they had with the show was the and this was like a carryover from the books was that people said they were like satanic. Yes. Like the the game was and like yeah. which it never it wasn't. It's no, of like it's not. like anything, right? Like it, it's like but it uh, that was part of what like a thing that stumbling block they had when they were making this yeah. particular show but I was surprised I watched a documentary on the making of it and I listened to the commentary for the first I, when's the last time you listened to commentary yeah. uh, on the first episode um, and it was interesting like how much work they put into these Saturday morning cartoons I, I assume they just make them and they come out but they like <laughs> it's like a lot of writers put a lot of time into them they they really flushed out the characters so they made sense apparently there was like 30 characters or like some ridiculous amount of characters really? in the first like like uh, 30 might be an overstatement, but maybe 15 or something in the yeah. first episode. And the guy that ended up taking the original script, like basically got rid of half of them. Cause he said, no one's going to remember half these people. Yeah. And he, and he wanted a different reason. Like he said, you should be able to read the script and figure out who's saying what 
without even looking at who's saying what. Right. Based on the characters and, and who's saying it. what they it. would say and how they would say but, it. The Cavalier, though, did look and sound a lot like um, uh, one of the characters from Voltron. Oh, well, is that right? <laughs> you know, like certain characters in the 80s cartoons kind of like Shaggy kind of looked like the guy that drove Speed Buggy. Yes, who tried, you know, it was know that? the same voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of the same thing. There was always a Lance in those type of shows, like yep. in like G-Force and all that. There's always that sort of character. Yes. And the same look and everything, that kind of like pompous like yeah. sort of character. Yeah, really so. obnoxious. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it really did. It was very of its time. Like it was so, it's such an 80s cartoon. Yeah. And, and the music is great too. Yeah. Um, in 19, uh, 2009, um, IGN actually ranked this uh, this cartoon number 64 on the top 100 cartoons of all time. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's I mean it's it was cool. The, the thing as a D&D fan as a kid when I was like 40, no, as a D&D <laughs> fan, as a D&D fan, I that's why I liked the show because it was it was fairly like accurate to the game. Yeah. Like I mean like the characters what they were doing in in a sense like yeah. and the and the dragon looked like a real dragon. It didn't look like a cartoon like goofy dragon no. like a peach dragon or it was something a like. It, by the way, it was a five-headed dragon. Yeah, that's a hydra. That's, that spoke. Yes. Yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, no it was very cool and uh i think tiamat's actually a dragon in the game actually oh, right? like you, yeah it's like very difficult to defeat by the way um <laughs> i've lost many a character fighting <laughs> there uh, yeah <laughs> but anyways it was very cool i i'd yeah. say it still stands up i thought it was I, it was enjoyable like there's like I mean, it's a Saturday morning cartoon. You got to you had to put that aside that you're yeah. not like eight anymore watching it, right? Exactly. You don't notice those like the small details you would not notice. But the stories no. I thought were pretty solid. Uh, they were solid. Uh, the thing I did notice now is that one of the characters who's who's referred to as the barbarian, he's uh, his name is Bobby, and he's an he's eight. He's an eight year old boy, and this kid is so jacked in the, <laughs> in the show. <laughs> He literally looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> but he's an eight-year-old boy. Like, how did that happen? Uh, that the kid that did that voice is one of the producer's sons. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and he tried out for the show, and that producer had nothing to do with like the picking of him, right? Because he knew he was trying out, and he ended up getting it. And uh, so he he had no voice acting experience whatsoever. Well, but they good. wanted a kid that sounded like a kid, yeah, rather than getting an adult trying to sound like a kid, right? right? Yeah. So well, uh, that that's the one thing that stood out to me. I was like, this yeah. is really funny what they can do with the t with the cartoon. Nowadays, <laughs> but uh, With the tunes. If, if, if you're at all interested in watching it, the entire series is on YouTube, all 27 episodes plus the unproduced uh, final episode. So if you if you'd like to check it out, uh, just uh, go to YouTube, type in Dungeons and Dragons uh, 70 or 80s TV show, yeah, and. The whole thing is right there in great quality. And if you can find it, the, the box set is, like, absolutely amazing. Like, I, I honestly, like, I was like, this is a really cool box set. Like, I was very, very <laughs> impressed with it. You just stared at it. the box set a lot. Like, you what's go, that? You're just staring at the box set. I did. Set. I was <laughs> like, this is pretty cool. I like good packaging. That's like, I, and, and they took packaging. a lot. They just took a lot of time and effort to make the packaging yeah. really, really cool. So, yeah. but anyways. It's a good one. It's it good is, one. is a classic. Yeah. I think that's the end of the show. I, I think that's it. I think that's all we have. We've, <laughs> we've popped capacitor. We've news. <laughs> It's a jam-packed show this week. All right, I got to go rest. You go rest. <laughs> That's it for the show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Loop. I'm Larry. And we'll see you next time. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. On. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.